Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. This morning I was thinking about this being Holy Week or Passion Week. And it is the final week of Jesus' earthly ministry here on earth. And it was leading up to Calvary. My mind, however, started to reflect on two unusual incidents in my past that happened in my life. And they were lessons in how you are remembered and how you live out your life before a watching world. I remember shopping at Aldi grocery store in the produce department. And this probably was about seven years ago. One of the managers in the store, he was a young man. He walked up to me and he said, I remember you. You used to shop at Whole Foods Meat Department in Core Springs, and that probably was about 12 years ago. He was right. And also this incident, a similar incident, I told you there were two. The second incident was when I was a freshman in college, and I was in the dining hall, and it was at 7 a.m. early in the morning because my first class was very early. So I was there having breakfast. It was my first week of class, and there were two guys who came to my table, and they asked if they could join me. And I was eating, and I said, yes, they could, because I was about to leave anyway. And they both said to me, we remember you. Your high school used to compete with ours in sports, and you ran track, and you were in the band. And they started telling me different things about myself in terms of activities. The only people who observed me could have known that. And it was very surprising. I was very appalled at that because I came from a, a, a big city and I just didn't expect people to be that attentive, but they are. Today's episode of Phyllis is a New Creation is Remember Me. Now, in that second example, the two freshmen, they were freshmen just like I was, who introduced themselves to me during that my first week at school in the dining hall. We became good friends. All of us became very good friends and we ended up riding back and forth to and from school together because they had cars at that time. I didn't, but when I got a car, we would ride back and forth and we became friends. So you never know, as I said before, how you are remembered and how you live out your life before people who were watching a watching world. Now, as I was remembering those incidents, I thought about Jesus and his statement he made when he was sharing the Last Supper with his disciples. And this was in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 25. I'm going to read you the New King James Version of the scripture, and this is the Apostle Paul speaking of this. And it reads, again, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 through 25. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, after supper, saying, 
This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Did you hear that? I could hear in my spirit this morning, right after I start thinking about those two incidents in my life, I could hear Jesus sharing the Last Supper. And what stood out in my mind was he said in both instances with the breaking of the of his body, the bread breaking of his body, he said, do that in remembrance of him. And also in drinking the wine, which represents his blood, in remembrance of him. And this highlights the importance of us constantly reminding ourselves and other people the goodness of the Lord. Now, Holy Week, it begins on Palm Sunday. So last Sunday, Palm Sunday is the Sunday before Easter. Last Sunday was Palm Sunday. And during that time, during Palm Sunday, it represents a fulfillment of prophecy of for the people of Israel, of their God, their Messiah, riding on a coat. And in the book of Zechariah, chapter 9, verse 9, I'm going to read you the Berean version of the scripture. It reads, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout in triumph, O daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, humbled and riding on a donkey, on a coat, the foal of a donkey. Did you hear that? That prophecy is fulfilled on Palm Sunday. And when the Lord Jesus came to earth, in the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 1 through 5, he is fulfilling that prophecy during that time. And that's for the New Testament, but it originally occurred in the Old Testament. So he fulfilled it. He was a fulfillment of that. It was the Messiah. He's been the Messiah riding in. And I want to take that scripture apart because I think it's very important for us to understand that scripture. Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. It begins by stating, rejoice greatly. O daughter of Zion. And I wanted to take a look at that phrase, daughter of Zion, because we hear it. But if you're anything like me, you've heard it for many years, but you've never really given it any deep thought as to what it means. For those of you who have given it deep thought for what it means, congratulations. I commend you on that. So this, when you hear it again, it'll just be something that you already know. But for the rest of us, I want to give that a little bit more meaning to go to look at that a little closer. It says daughter of Zion. And that refers to Jerusalem or the Jewish people. That's what that term refers to. But it's also very personal because the word daughter, it implies that God is a loving father. And this is from Got Questions Ministry. This is the, the definition I got this from the information more more of an understanding of what it means. It's a it shows how God is a loving father and he cherishes and loves his people even when they reject him. And when he uses the metaphor, daughter of Zion, God showed how he felt for the rebellious Israelites, frustrated, angry, but always with an eye to the future when the relationship will be restored and he could once again return to them and welcomed them into his arms. Did you hear that? 
That is the character of the God we serve. And likewise, when Jesus in the book of Matthew, when he rolled through Jerusalem that way, he was saying the same thing to his church, to us, his church. For us who are rebellious at times, for us who don't obey him at times, or, or disobedient, for us who sometimes even turn our back on him, he's still like a loving father. Jesus being our savior, being our redeemer, a loving redeemer, is there for those of us who are rebellious at times, for those of us who do reject him. And so the father, our heavenly father, through the prophet Zechariah, his character is expressed when he uses the word daughter of Zion. That's what he's showing, his character as a loving father. And Jesus, again, remember in the book of Isaiah again, he says, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government should be upon his shoulder, and his name should be called Wonderful, Counselor, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. So this gives us an even greater perspective and understanding of the character of the God we serve, our Heavenly Father and Jesus, who is a loving Father to us, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so the scripture is very important for us to think about this. When Jesus was riding into Jerusalem on that foal, on that dark donkey, what it meant for us in the body of Christ, his church. Now also, it says, O daughter of Zion, it speaks of being the daughter of Zion, and it also speaks of daughter of Jerusalem. Same difference. Now, I went into even more detail of the meaning of that. Now, Zion is a place in God. Sometimes refer to you hit Z-I-O-N. You hear it as Zion in terms of a place. But that place in this particular instance is referring to Jerusalem. Zion also can refer to the, the, the Jewish people. You hear it sometimes referred to that in scripture. And I even studied even deeper where you can break it down where it says, O daughter of Zion. And it says also talks about, O daughter of, talks about Jerusalem. Zion is the, in, in Hebrew, it has feminine and it has masculine meanings. Zion, it talks about daughter of Zion is the feminine. And it would speak about Jerusalem is the masculine. So it's taken both masculine and fem, feminine to refer to all people, both genders. Another scripture. Again, in the book of Zechariah, this time chapter 2, verse 10. And I'm going to read you the English Standard Version of the scripture. It reads, Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for behold, I come and I will dwell in your midst, declares the Lord. Did you hear that? Again, God is saying, he will come and be in the midst of his people. That's in Zechariah chapter 2, verse 10 in the Old Testament. But for us today, it was a foreshadowing of what's happening for us today. When I say us, the church today. Because remember, in the Old Testament, the church was not established yet. Jesus came in the New Testament and he established the church. But as you can see, the things in the Old Testament are fulfilled in the New Testament. 
Many things in the Old Testament are fulfilled in the New Testament. And remember, Jesus came to fulfill everything that the book of Moses and the prophets. He was the fulfillment of everything that was in the Old Testament. So I'm making a comparison today. In the New Testament, we have Jesus in the book of Luke, chapter 17, verses 20 and 21. And I'm going to read you the Berean version of that scripture. And it reads, And having been asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God is coming, he answered them and said, and this is Jesus speaking, The kingdom of God does not come with careful observation. No one they say, Behold here or there, for behold, the kingdom of God is in your midst. Did you hear that? Jesus is saying what Zechariah prophesied, spoke of in the Old Testament. Talking about God being in the midst. He's declaring that to his people that he's in the midst. He's going to dwell in their midst. What Jesus is saying, behold, when he says behold, take a look at this. Pay attention to this. Behold, look at it in your eyes. Behold it. Stare at it, if you will. He's saying the kingdom of God is in your midst. He said, it's me. I represent the kingdom of God and I'm right here in your midst. God wants us to know that he's not far from us. He's near us. The word of God says he's nigh, 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 which means that he's near, near, near. Even in our mouth, we speak to him. We call upon him and he's here. And he wants us to know that. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 60, verses 1 and 2. And I'm going to read you the New King James Version of that scripture. And I want everyone to hear, hear the Lord's calling to us in the scripture. And it reads, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Did you hear that? That's good news because during that time, there was such darkness in all of Israel when Isaiah proclaimed this. And the Holy Spirit led me to the same scripture because many may feel that there's much darkness in our nation and the nations of the world. But we are to arise up. We, we have to remember Jesus' word and we answer by rising up. What the word of God, when the word of God causes us, calls us, calls us, in this case, through Isaiah the prophet, to arise and shine for his, for his light, our light, which is, he is our light. Jesus is our light. It has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. We are to respond to that. We are to remember Jesus is the word of God. And when this prophet is speaking, when Isaiah is speaking, he's speaking out the word. He's speaking out Jesus, Jesus, who is the living word. Talking about remember me. We remember the word of God. And we answer here when we hear arise and shine. We answer by rising up. No matter what's happening around us, 
no matter what's happening in our lives, no matter what's, what's taking place in our family, we have to allow his glory to shine through us. Talking about remember me. So when Isaiah proclaims, arise, that means we're to get up, shine. We're to allow the light of Christ to shine through us. Because see, this light that's emanating through us, is coming through us, is supernatural. It's not regular light like you turn on the switch in your, in your house. You turn on the lights when it's dark in your house. It's so much brighter. It is the supernatural brightness of Christ shining through us. And that's how we drive out any darkness. That's how we drive out any confusion in our families. That's how we drive out anything that's happening in our lives. When we rise up, doesn't matter what's happening, like I said before, around us, in our lives, in our family, friends, what's happening in other parts of the world. Wherever it's happening, wherever you are. When you rise and you shine, when it says your light has come, that light is Christ. He shines through us and he destroys all the works of darkness. Talking about remember me. It's important for us to remember who God is. Remember who the Lord Jesus is. And it doesn't matter what we're facing. We will rise above it. In a world seeking answers, we are the light. We are illumination. We give them answers. And we give them answers through the word of God. We open up our mouths and we declare his word. This week, I've been declaring peace, be still. In places where there have been hurricanes, where places there have been, mostly tornadoes, in places where there have been inclement weather, I've been declaring peace, be still. I've been praying for the people in Arkansas. There have been such inclement weather patterns in this nation that are highly unusual. And God has just given me the unction the Holy Spirit has to decree and declare peace be still. Because these storms are not normal. They're not natural storms. As Jesus said, peace be still when he was on the boat going over to the other side that I shared with last week. God kept bringing that scripture back to me and said, we are to pray. We have the authority, the church, the body of Christ have the authority to declare peace be still. And and peace comes, stillness comes. Talking about remember me. The light of Christ shining as he says, if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. That's what he says in the book of John, chapter 12, verse 32. Jesus says that, and he's referring to the way in which he is to to die on the cross at Calvary. But if we lift him up by lifting up his name, by declaring his name, that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father, that heaven and earth shall pass away, but Jesus' words, the word of the Lord, shall by no means pass away. We decree and declare that the United States of America is in alignment with heaven. And the purpose that heaven has created us for, we shall fulfill. And America shall be saved. America shall repent and believe the gospel. We decree and declare the blood of Jesus over our educational system, over our government, 
over our art and entertainment, over the media, over our businesses, over our homes, over our church, the blood of Jesus. And I decree and declare that the United States of America and the nations of the world will come in alignment with the plan of God and the purpose of God. Amen. No matter what you accomplish in this world system, any accolades, and accolades are rewards that you get, privileges that you get, any privilege, any special armor, honor. So no matter what you accomplish in this world system, any accolades, money, land, influence, material wealth, if you do not fulfill your purpose in Christ or fulfill your reason for being by opening up your heart to the Lord Jesus and allowing him to guide your life, to lead your life through the purpose that he created you for, in the end, it will be as if you never existed. Did you hear that? Now, this statement the Holy Spirit gave me this morning. And as I was meditating on what he'd given me, he gave it to me earlier this morning. He brought it back to my remembrance again. And he said, make this statement because everyone under the sound of my voice needs to hear it. So I'm going to share it again to you. No matter what you accomplish in this world system, in this life, the accolades, which mean the privileges you get, the rewards, special honor, money, land, influence, and material wealth. If you do not fulfill your purpose in Christ or your reason for being, because only you can, you can fulfill your purpose in Christ which is your reason for existing, your reason for being. In the end, it will be as if you never existed. Remember me, says Jesus. I want to speak to those people today that heard this message, remember me. And you know for a fact that God is speaking to you. If you know that God is speaking to you, Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me enough to speak to me directly today. Thank you for Jesus' death on the cross. I know that he died for me on the cross and he took on all of my sins. I know that you raised him from the dead. And I'm asking you, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Lord, I want to be a part of your family. Thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins. Thank you for allowing me to be in your family and for loving me. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for Phyllis. This is a new creation. And remember, Phyllis is a new creation exists so that you will know how to apply the word of God to your everyday life. Today's message, Remember Me, was a message that God personally wanted us to know. The importance that we remember the Lord Jesus and what he did for us on Calvary and what he's still doing for us. He's actually sitting at the right hand of the father, making intercession. He's the intercessor 
for the body of Christ. For those of you who like to sow into Phyllis's new creation, I have two ways you may do so. The first way that you may sow is through my cash app. And my cash app is dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. Again, it's dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. And for those of you who like to write and send a check, you may write to Phyllis's New Creation, 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, L-A-U-D-E-R-H-I-L-L, Florida, 33351. Again, that's Phyllis's New Creation, 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. And I want to thank everyone so much for going up to my website. I had quite a few people to reach out to me and say that they went up to the website and they were very pleased with it. So please continue to go up to the website because I'm going to have even other things on there. In addition to the podcasts that are up there, I have a prayer request. If you'd like to make a prayer request, please do. And I also have a prayer guide that you can use, just different tools that you can use to draw you even closer to the Lord. And you'll also be seeing different things that I'm going to be doing through the website that I'll be reaching out up there to each person that they can go there. They can listen to the various podcasts we've had in the past. They can, as I said, any questions that they have, they can, they can ask any questions. I'm very excited about it. And thank you all so much, those of you who've gone up to the website and are partaking in the things that we have up there. There'll be other things in the future, as I said, that you may do through the website. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for, Lord, the message today. And I thank you for every soul that will hear this message today and will hear it in a way in which they will know, God, your love. They will understand how deep your love is for us, God. God, you are love. And God, when we remember you, when we remember the Lord Jesus, and especially now during Holy Week and Easter Sunday that's coming up, God, I pray that every soul that hears this message will fellowship this weekend and will know that God loves them. Amen. I hope everyone has a wonderful Easter. And remember, it's also Passover. Tonight is Passover. So some people may be celebrating Passover tonight. So happy Passover to them. And to each and every person, have a happy Easter. And just know that God loves you. And I love you too. Have a wonderful day.